Okay, you are listening to I Was Just Thinking with your host, Ray. And today we're going to be talking about how the Hello, I'm Devon, Devon Porter. Hi, I'm your right now. Okay, today we are going to be looking into the teenage psychology surrounding politics. So I brought the two of you here to ask you some questions about what your ideals or views are surrounding politics as a teenager. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts? So I brought in some liberty to talk about this today. There's a lot to think about. We, I don't think the news is really made for us. It's made for the older generations. And as a group like millennials and Gen Z, most of us would be concerning like to the more liberal side because of all the social justice issues we have going on today, like immigration and climate change and things like that. So it's a lot to consider in terms of our future. A lot of the older generations, um, they won't live in the future that they're (laughs) voting for. So we really have to take the initiative and vote on things, like register to vote. Okay. how about you, Ifatani? That's not I say my last name. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, um, the politics that we're facing right now, the issues that are being discussed is like primarily affecting the newer generations like Gen Z and the generation to come after that. So it's very important we get involved because we're being very misinterpreted in the media and the media is not paying attention. I mean, the politicians are not paying attention to teenagers. We get mostly just media coverage and propaganda. So what you guys are thinking is that Gen Z is a more liberal generation than the generations before it. Most definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, when did you guys start really getting into politics, reading about politics, you know, that type sort of thing? When Trump became president. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was basically my first presidential election that I actually knew what politics was, because that year I was taking my civics class in eighth grade. Oh, yeah, me too. So me too. when he was elected, we were, like, talking about it real time, like, the process of him being elected. So, yeah, he was the first president I really paid attention to. I pretty, I pretty much trusted in Obama that he was doing what a president should be doing. Okay. But with all the controversy and, like, media stories about Trump, I actually started listening to what So we it had said. to become negative for you to start paying attention? Pretty much. And you? I think just... Just his background and like where he came from and everything was just so outrageous, you know? He had zero political experience and was going for president. He was doing well and he had many like sexual assault charges against him and things like that. You know, made a lot of rumors and changing things about his business. And I was like, how is this man going so far? Oh, okay. So, for both of you, you really only started focusing as, you know, for Trump, and then that gave you a gateway into politics. Have you stopped there, or have you branched out into different things concerning politics other than the presidency? I've definitely branched out. So I've been looking at more of, like, 
liberal and politicians like Ocasio Cortez and things like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I personally don't. I haven't really followed the current presidential election for 2020 because I don't know. I feel like there's too many people to consider, and I would have to go through like all the things about them. So, like the year of, I'm gonna try to start thinking about the different candidates. But right now, it's just too much for you to, sh- um, you know, go yeah. through right now. Like yeah. I'm, I don't really follow the actual news. I usually get it mine from like the internet and posts on different social media. So, do you feel like? politics are overall important to you as a person in your everyday life or is it just something that you stumbled upon I think politics I think politics pretty much affects everything we do in terms of how we live our lives so it's kind of hard not to stay away from it like how some people are like oh I'm neutral but you can't really be neutral if the wage gap affects you or the minimum like how low the minimum wages living wages like stuff like that you would have to have an opinion on because it affects you Hmm. are your parents very involved in politics do you talk about this stuff with your parents has it ever come up in you know common discussion um definitely with my mom because she's more conservative and um we kind of argue a little bit about it I don't know if it goes too far, and my dad is very democratic, and he argues my mom a lot. My mom pretty much avoids talking to it <laughs> with me because I try to ask her questions, like some of the harder questions, like abortion and immigration, and she's just like, I don't know, like I would have <laughs> to think about it. She doesn't really engage conversation really with me. So, but my grandmother is very opinionated on everything so i try to have some of the conversations with her but she is more conservative in terms of being from an older generation so do you think that your parents or overall your family's view on politics haven't influenced you in your decision making i don't think so i follow by i go by what affects me and my generation so why do you think that is? Because politics is really only going to affect my generation and the generation to come. Millennials and people of past generation, like baby boomers, their time is like coming to an end at this point. <laughs> so yeah. they're trying to kill off the baby boomers. <laughs> <laughs> like their problems don't really apply anymore because it's mostly affecting Gen Zs and newer generations, like with the heat of, you know, like gun violence and lots of school shootings and the education system and the climate change. Do you feel like politics are uncomfortable for you to talk about, you know, amongst, you know, people you know other than your family? Not really, but I don't want people to view me as like, I don't know, people have very, like, strong feelings about politics and it's easy to offend other people, so I won't go full in with all my beliefs, but um, I'm open to conversation. Like, that's an important part. So you try to, like, get a feel for that person before you open up about what you're... Yeah. You know. I'm not trying to have an argument with someone because some people are, like, steadfast, 
about their beliefs and they won't like give in or consider the other side so I won't really bother with those people but people who are open to having those types of conversations I will gladly have a conversation with so in the event that you did have a conversation with someone who um, is more conservative than you are, if they kept it at you know a moderate tone, very open-minded conversation, if in the end they still didn't agree with you, would you be completely okay with that? Yeah, because people are entitled, entitled to their own opinions because they live their lives their way, I live my life, my life, my way, so I'm not trying to change people's opinions, I'm just trying to see the other side and help them see my side. So why are you very concerned about potentially offending someone? Um, well, you don't want to cause arguments, you know? I mean, sometimes I do talk to people who are more conservative, and I do get into arguments but um, I try not to go there just to, remain, just to you know, maintain the peace. I think because of all the social media, like witch hunts people go on, like people will tear each other up on social media because like you're behind the anonymous profiles you're in and really like say some really hurtful things just because of political issues like it can be really intense so I think a lot of people have that fear of being like criticized like to that level just for political views well can't that happen with just about anything any type of discussion really I think politics are more personal because it really affects your parents lives and your lives Okay, I can see that, I can see that. So, in light of that, do you feel that politics isn't a topic that you should discuss in school? I think it's more of a, definitely more of an outside thing, but a lot of times it's brought up in discussion for class, so. I can see discussing politics in history classes, maybe language arts, English classes, but I think, like, it shouldn't affect your learning. Basically. It shouldn't dominate your learning. Yeah, because teachers can't really talk about their own political... Yeah, because, you know, then they're showing political bias, and there's the whole yeah. event that they might be seen as pushing their political beliefs on you. I can, I can kind of picture that happening. But yeah. overall, in just like a regular social setting as well, do you think it's fine for amongst friends people to, you know, talk about politics? I've heard a lot of people, you know, overhear conversations or be brought into a conversation and immediately like shut down the conversation, say you shouldn't be talking about this in school. Well, sometimes it can get very serious, especially when you involve religion with politics because they're very personal opinions and like things can get very heated so people might want to have lighter conversations so I think some people avoid it because of that. Well 
in the act of avoiding it, they're also silencing someone from, you know, their freedom of speech. So as long as you're not forcing someone to engage in that conversation with you, shouldn't you be able to talk about something that you're concerned about? I think it's just more polite to wait after school. Of course, you can speak whenever you want. It doesn't matter. But, you know, maybe there might even be restrictions by teachers saying, like, maybe don't talk about that right now. I think it's best to leave after school, but you can still talk anytime you want. It is freedom of speech. Okay. It's a very strong idea. I feel like it kind of impacts how you can have your personal conversations in a social setting. You know, no one really forces you to join someone's conversation. So, have you started making plans to um, vote, any of you? I won't be voting this upcoming year, but I have an idea of all the candidates right now. I'm too young. Like, <laughs> yeah, I miss the... I'll only be 17 by the next election, but I'll try to vote for the the one in between. What was that called? Where? I think, well, you know, there's the presidential election and then one after that that's like... Oh, like the mayor, the governor, things like yeah, that? Yeah, I'll try to, like... Do oh, the local elections. Yeah, I try to do local elections because my mom like doesn't even think about it, and I'm like, right. why aren't you voting for the local stuff? Because that impacts right home, right at home. Exactly. So, a lot. Just like you said, a lot of people feel offended about politics being talked about in school. A lot of people don't want to discuss it. And that leads to a large group of American teens just. Well, maybe in our area particularly, not being very politically aware. And that has repercussions on the number of people that are going to vote. So do you think it is the school's job as just, you know, part of the classes that students have here? Or do you think it's the parents' job to make sure the student is politically aware so they can make informed decisions when voting? I'm, I'm like very sure that it's almost, it's almost like um, the students have to do this for themselves because they need to come to their own conclusions about politics. You can't have a lot of influences or else, um, or else they might be you know, voting for someone else's confidence or opinions. I think schools should put the resources out there for students to use because some might not know where to look, but I don't think parents should be that involved in educating their children because they have their own biases, and usually parents put their own biases on their children. Like, some, some people inherit their parents' political beliefs, so I think schools should give a neutral amount of resources for students to explore their own political beliefs. And give an example of how you might think a school can do that for you. Um, I think there should be perhaps maybe a class about politics, like isn't there a government? Well, like I don't There's know. A class. Yeah, a government class. That would be. 
that's useful and optional. Yeah, optional. But maybe a like a website with with links and resources to different like news articles and just a well-rounded amount of resources like websites and books that people can read to think for themselves. So are you worried about your peers when it comes to future elections, future votings, just because of how you interact with people? Trump's presidency was like about you know racial things against maybe illegal immigrants of Hispanic descent and maybe like a lot of discriminatory remarks. And this is a very diverse area, and I'm sure I've heard a lot of other people discussing this. But at the same time, it's those same minority groups that are the ones most of the time that aren't voting. There is a certain level of apathy among some of the youths, but I think most because of the like extreme level of like intensity from Trump's candidacy that people are more likely to vote in the next election and elections after that. So other than the president, what are things that are concerning you up to date? Things that you are worried about in your community? Women's health care, most definitely. Yeah, women's, re women's reproduction rights is very important. And I think climate change and minimum wage, like living wages, I think that's also very important. Okay, we're going to wrap it up here, but thank you for coming in and allowing me to interview about this. No problem.